It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The FT. This week, Courtney Weaver in Moscow takes an in-depth look at Vladimir Yevtushenkov, the Russian billionaire who was charged with money laundering earlier this month. For most of the past decade, Vladimir Yevtushenkov has run his sprawling business empire from a building fit for an oligarch with over $9 billion in assets and almost equally valuable connections. Decked out with ceiling frescoes, the 1930s neoclassical landmark is sizable enough to house some of the 100,000 employees who run Mr. Yevtushenkov's telecoms, oil, property, media, retail, and healthcare holdings. The property also happens to have one of Moscow's most desired addresses, 13 Makovaya, directly across from the Kremlin. Investors believed Mr. Yevtushenko's close ties with senior political leaders and cordial relations with Vladimir Putin were guarantees of the unstoppable growth of his London-listed holding company, Systema, and its dozen subsidiaries. Last week, those assumptions were turned on their head when a Moscow court ordered Mr. Yevtushenko's arrest after Russian investigators charged the billionaire with money laundering dating back to the 2005-2009 purchase of its prized oil company, Boshneft. If found guilty, he faces up to seven years in jail, while Sistema investors worry the holding company will be forced to offload Boshneft in a fire sale. They are also concerned that it could be forced to retroactively pay back the $3.8 billion in Boshneft dividends it has received. People close to Sistema, Moscow bankers and investors, say the proceedings against Mr. Yevtushenkov are being driven at the behest of state energy company Rosneft and its chairman Igor Sechin, who wants to add Boshneft to his growing empire. A former KGB officer and longtime ally of President Putin, Mr. Sechin has led the consolidation of Russia's energy sector into state hands, with deals such as Rosneft's $55 billion takeover of oil group TNKBP. Already powerful before the Ukraine crisis, Western sanctions against Rosneft have only given Mr. Sechin more leverage. Last week, Russian officials indicated the company would soon get part of the $42 billion in state funds it has requested to weather the current turmoil. Both Rosneft and Sistema denied there have been any formal negotiations to sell Boshneft, but people with knowledge of the matter say the talks began before Mr. Yevtushenko's arrest and are continuing. In the meantime, pressure on Sistema, which owns a controlling 84.3% stake in Boshneft, has only increased. On Thursday, prosecutors announced that two top Sistema executives, Alexander Goncharuk and Sergei Drozdov, have fled the country. Lawyers for Sistema say the two men are on medical leave. Within Mr. Yevtushenko's inner circle, expectations are growing that Rosneft may soon pressure Sistema into shaking up Boshneft's top management. The affair has conjured up memories of Rosneft's takeover of Mikhail Horokovsky's oil group Yukos close to a decade ago. Mr. Horokovsky was convicted of fraud and tax evasion in a case that came after he clashed with Mr. Putin and was widely believed to be politically motivated. However, investors and analysts say that Mr. Yevtushenko's detention points to something bigger that against the backdrop of sanctions imposed after Russia's incursions into Ukraine and a tougher economic climate, the individuals and institutions that are closest to the Kremlin now have top priority. Before they were going after people who were politically inconvenient, like Khodorkovsky and exiled media magnate Vladimir Kusinsky, says Stephen Dashevsky, founder of the Russia-focused fund Dashevsky & Partners, 
Now they're going after people who are not part of the inner circle. In these times, neutrality is no longer enough, he says. Political analysts say the move on Boschev to an investigation into Mr. Yevtushenko could not have happened without Mr. Putin's approval. For the past two years, the president has stood firmly behind Mr. Sechin in his move to consolidate the energy sector, breaking Gazprom's export monopoly so that Rosneft could export its own liquefied natural gas and authorizing the group's numerous acquisitions. In an atmosphere where the Kremlin has become increasingly wary of its enemies, both external and internal, observers say insiders such as Mr. Sechin have grown more influential, as Mr. Putin finds he has fewer people he believes he can trust. A takeover of Bashnev would provide Rosneft with much-needed cash flow and a boost to the state energy group's production volumes. Rosneft's oil output was flat in the first six months of the year. Bashnev's was up by 9%. Others speculate that Mr. Putin is using Mr. Yevtushenko's arrest as a preemptive warning to the country's other big businessmen to continue to stand behind the Kremlin, even if the economic hardships get worse. Every oligarch is asking the same thing. Who might be next, says the head of a Moscow public relations company, whose clients include members of Russia's Forbes list. You can find so many skeletons in anyone's closet. No one understands what the new rules of play are, he says. Meanwhile, fears are growing that the Russian authorities will now expand their investigation into other Sistema subsidiaries. Among the company's prime holdings is MTS, Russia's largest mobile operator, which is valued at about $15 billion and has a 49% free float on the New York Stock Exchange. The assumption is that a deal to sell Boshneft has been struck, says the head of a major investment bank in Moscow. The question is what will be left of the carcass. Associates of Mr. Yevtushenko say the developments of the past week are especially shocking, given his finely tuned survival instincts. Born in Smolensk, Mr. Yevtushenko moved to Moscow for university, training first as an engineer and then as an economist. He joined the Moscow city government in 1987, and after six years went on to found Sistema with a group of partners. The way I remember it now, we made our first capital by acquiring the right to buy 50,000 tons of oil and selling it abroad, Mr. Yevtushenko told the FT in an interview last year. They next moved on to importing computers. His rise coincided with the 18-year rule of Yuri Lushkov, Moscow's longtime mayor and a powerful political figure who was once seen as a potential presidential successor to Boris Yeltsin. By Mr. Yevtushenko's own admission, he and Mr. Lushkov were close for a long time. Russian tabloids have long suggested that the men are related through marriage, though both deny this. What is known is that Mr. Yevtushenko built MTS during Mr. Lushkov's time and gained a significant hold in the Moscow property market. According to Mr. Yevtushenko's version, the friendship ended in 2004. In the intervening years, he realigned himself with Mr. Putin and Dmitry Medvedev, Russia's current prime minister, in a move that allowed the businessman to successfully ride out Mr. Lushkov's controversial dismissal in 2010. The former Moscow mayor describes Mr. Yevtushenko as a, quote, workaholic. His former friend had never tried to insert himself into politics, Mr. Lushkov told the FT this week. Yevtushenko tried to stay away from political life, he said. What did excite Mr. Yevtushenko was a long-held desire to enter the oil and gas business. Associates say the billionaire had been traveling to the oil-rich region of Bashkoristan since the early 2000s and viewed Bashneft as a way to lift Sistema's and his own standing in Russian business. The Bashneft acquisition, which was completed in 2009, gave Mr. Yevtushenko access to a company with some of Russia's most underutilized and inefficient oil operations. Sistema radically reformed the company, boosting its output and revenue. But Bashneft came with a questionable legacy. While its assets were privatized by the Bashkoristan government in 2003, most of them ended up under the control of Bashkir Capital, which prosecutors say was controlled by Ural Rakimov, the son of the region's then-governor. 
Russia's state audit chamber criticized the 2003 privatization as, quote, an unprecedented case of asset theft from state ownership. But subsequent court rulings upheld the validity of the deal. Analysts and bankers questioned why Mr. Yevtushenkov chose to tie himself to such an asset. What did he think he was doing getting involved in the swamp of Bashkoristan, posits the Moscow Investment Banking head? How can you wade into muck like that and not end up covered in mud? Others, however, argue that Mr. Yevtushenkov could never have imagined the acquisition would come back to haunt him, noting that the billionaire would never have been able to take control of such a strategic asset without the approval of then-President Medvedev, if not Mr. Putin himself. Acquisitions like the purchase of Bashnev typically require some form of official approval, says Andrew Weiss, Vice President for Studies at the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace. It's understood that there is close coordination for deals of this type, he says. That's been a given for more than a decade. The possibility of a Bashnev sale to Rosneft was first raised over a year ago by Mr. Sechin, according to people familiar with the matter. However, Mr. Yevchenkov appealed to Mr. Putin to intervene, and the takeover was taken off the table. Sistema responded by laying the groundwork for a Bashnev secondary public offering in London, a move that would have significantly complicated a hostile takeover of the oil company. In July, just a couple of weeks after executives began pitching the company to investors in London, a Moscow court froze Sistema's stake in the oil company as part of an investigation into the Bashnev privatization. In August, prosecutors extended the probe into unidentified managers at Sistema, alleging that the group may have underpaid for Bashnev by $500 million. Prosecutors now suggest that Mr. Yatushenkov was also involved in the alleged scheme. Against the backdrop of the legal proceedings, Mr. Yevtushenkov suddenly found he was unable to secure a meeting with Mr. Putin, but nobody believed Mr. Yevtushenkov would fall under such scrutiny so quickly. Everyone was completely taken aback, says a person close to Mr. Yevtushenkov. They didn't expect things to go so fast that he would be put under house arrest. Barred from Sistema's headquarters, his movements, interactions, and communications are now monitored by Russian law enforcement. While some of Russia's top business executives have come out to voice their support for Mr. Yevtushenkov, few appear willing to directly challenge the president, either on the arrest or the direction Mr. Putin has taken over Ukraine and Russia's geopolitical standoff with the West. The Yevtushenkov affair has dealt a further blow to Russia's investment climate. Its main stock index fell 6% in the days following the rest. Sistema lost 37% of its value in a single day. Bashnev lost 20%. Yet nobody in the top ranks of the government appears to care, says an aide to a Moscow billionaire. It's taken for granted that this is the policy and it's not to be discussed, he says. There is a consensus that politics is much more important than the economy. No one is thinking about what the arrest is going to do to people's willingness to invest here. While Mr. Yevtushenkov may have thought he was in a position to play hardball with Mr. Sechin, the ensuing events will have woken him and Russia's other leading tycoons up to the new reality, says the PR executive. Things are changing in the country. Maybe Mr. Yevtushenkov was not ready to accept this. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. 
Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.